welcome back to the place where music means more. This is Three Songs in the Truth with your host, Landon Hornacek. Hi and hello everyone. Welcome to Three Songs and the Truth where music means more. I'm your host, Landon Hornacek, a 22-year-old music lover. Each week in this podcast, we're going to dissect different songs that have different meanings and we're going to have a guest each week. Today we're going to focus on life-changing songs. Songs that lyrically mean something to you or songs that you can look back on and relate to a life-changing event. Some life-changing songs don't have to necessarily relate to an event in your life. They can be songs that make you happy, sad, songs that can make you laugh or cry. Um, Everyone has songs like these. I know I do. And I know our guest does, William Waffle Cantrell. He's a metal fanatic. But you can get down to just about anything. How's it going today, Waffle? I'm I'm doing good, man. Doing real good. Excited to be on here. Thank you for having me. Uh, Ready to share some of my knowledge about music and uh, about just about what I like and what has got me to this point. So yeah, uh, so tell us a little about a bit about your music choice. I know it's a little different than most. So uh, it is, it is. So I listen to uh, predominantly uh, metal and hard rock. And if you want to get specific with it, uh, my favorite genre of metal is called metalcore, which takes the, it, it derives its name from uh, metal and hardcore music. Uh, so you get in the mixture of, you know, metal with the, you know, down-tuned guitars, you get the fast drums, then you get the hardcore element, which could be some of the screams, but you've also got clean, per, uh, regular singing there, too. So, uh, yeah, just uh, I, I love it. I'm extremely yeah. passionate about it, and uh, it's nothing brings me more joy than music and sports, honestly. Yeah. So a, a little cool thing about, about Waffle is that we actually lived together last year, and, and pre-living with Waffle, I was like, oh, I hate metal music, metalcore, ugh, metal, ugh, just hate it. Would come in, the, come in the house after class and just hear him listening to it. And other time I was like, it's okay, it's okay. And recently I've actually just been incredibly loving it. He introduced me to a band called Architects, uh, Wage War. I'm not into the super, super heavy stuff like he is, but I have recently really gotten into some metal music, which is kind of something that I never thought I would like. Um, but you don't like just metal. You like some other stuff. Too. You like some country. No, yeah. Stuff. And see, I was the same way about country. Like back in the day when I was in high school, I was anti anything that wasn't metal. Like rap, screw it. Country, screw it. But as I've come to college and obviously been exposed to a lot of different things and hung around a lot of different people, uh, I really do enjoy country music. Like uh, things like Luke Combs, uh, even Luke Bryan. Like I, I can sit here and listen to country radio in my car and be completely content and even with rap too i mean it's like every year in college there was a different rap song that was like just reminds me of each year of, of my college life and uh you know those things really just stick with you but yeah i've i've broadened my horizons a lot that's for sure yeah that's the cool thing about music is you get down to just about anything if mm-hmm. you truly do love music so uh we're gonna dive right into these three songs we're gonna hear waffles first so uh tell us a little about your life changing songs here waffle all right, so I got three life-changing songs that all uh, explore the gamut of metal and some different genres for you. Um, so just a little bit of background, like my dad was huge into classic rock. His favorite band was AC, or not ACDC, ZZ Top, but he was also a huge ACDC fan. He saw both of them a combined over 30 times. Like He was huge into classic rock and even some classic metal stuff. So that really... Uh, is how I got exposed to it young as a kid. And so like, obviously like things I could sit here and say like, you know, like ACDC here and back in black for the first time. Like that's a lot of what shaped my taste in music today. 
But I'm going to go even further. So obviously I was exposed to all that classic stuff that my dad liked. Um, and then as I got a little bit older, I don't even know when it was, uh, probably around 10 or 11 when I could start distinguishing between types of music that I really enjoyed. Uh, I picked up on this little old band named Metallica. Oh, yeah. And they are currently my second favorite band of all time. Um, just amazing. Like Their whole discography has changed my life. But one song in particular uh, that really changed my life was the song One by Metallica. Mm-hmm. Guitar um, Hero 3 classic. Yeah, a Guitar Hero 3 <laughs> classic. And I, you know me, I'm an avid oh, Guitar yeah. Hero fan. Um, but yeah, One by Metallica really just changed the perspective for me because it was just it, it was a lot different from classic rock. I mean, classic rock is typically cut and dry there, but as far as with Metallica goes, like with the song One, you've got the slow intro. It's a pretty intro. It's long too. Yeah, yeah. it's very long. It's uh very I guess progressive as you would say it. Um and so like it starts out with the pretty intro, but then the end of the song gets into those uh, raging chugs oh, yeah. as James Hetfield's like <laughs> screaming, Darkness imprisoning me. Darkness imprisoning me. All that I see, absolute horror. I cannot live, I cannot die. Death of myself, body my only fear. And like that, hearing that for the first time, I was just like, wow, I like this. And that was something that my dad, my dad walked out of a Metallica show back in the 80s, so like he was not a Metallica fan. But I just took it even further from that. So once I heard one by Metallica, I mean, I dove into it, and I love Metallica to this oh, day. Yeah. What, for Christmas you got, what, like a $200 Yes, it was actually Metallica that album. Set. Yeah. They had the 30th anniversary of their album from 1988 uh, and Justice for All. And, yeah, I got this $200 box set that came with, like, four or five different vinyl records, nine CDs, a big old book, a T-shirt, like crazy stuff. So a lot of cool stuff, and I'm a sucker for anything like that. I love to collect stuff. <laughs> oh, I've got yeah. over 100 CDs, and my vinyl collection is getting bigger as the Goodness. as the days go. So, All right, what about your second song here? All right, my second one is when I evolved from the Metallica era, which was more heavy metal and thrash metal back in the day, uh, and when I really evolved into more of what I like now and how the metal scene is today, um, I specifically remember uh, there was a, a channel on TV back in the day called VH1 Classic. It is now MTV Classic. Oh, yeah. But VH1 Classic, me and my dad used to watch all the time. And they had this countdown called the 40 Greatest Metal Songs of All Time. And I probably watched this countdown 30 times as a kid. Like, just listening and hearing these songs. Cause, I mean, this is before any kind of streaming service. The internet sucked. Oh, you yeah. couldn't just go on yeah. YouTube and be like, yeah, let me listen to that song. Uh, so I would just wait for this stuff to come on. But this song is by Slipknot, who is my favorite band of all time. Really uh, didn't know that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Slipknot, favorite band of all time, followed by Metallica, and then Fit for a King. But, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. here we are. So That's w- a different story. <laughs> yeah. Wait and Bleed by Slipknot was probably the first. I think it was one of the first Slipknot songs that I ever heard. And I was just captivated. Like, it's heavy. Uh, a young Corey Taylor on vocals, I mean, just ripping his throat to shreds. It changed me. Like, I loved it. And then 
also with this type of music, this is from 1999, and this was a big what they call new metal movement. So it was a lot of metal influences, but it also had like rap influences. Yeah. And Corey Taylor like can probably spit with some of the best of them. It seems like in, in terms of in terms of rapping, but it was just like the perfect marriage of heavy. Uh, loud, just disgusting, and it had a great beat, and it was so good, just balls to the wall, and like that, that, that changed me. And then I got hard into Slipknot, and yeah, it's amazing. Like it's just so crazy thinking about how things change like yeah. that. That's crazy that you talk about him actually. What rapping? I never even knew that he yeah. could do any of that. That's oh, yeah. crazy. Yeah, it's a jack of all trades, man. Yeah, that's special. All right, mm-hmm. what about your third song here? Huh. And then my third one is. Uh, what shaped my final form, what got me into the really heavy stuff. The 100% screams, no clean vocals, dirty downtune guitars, like people who don't listen to this music don't understand a thing that's going on. <laughs> um, this is a song by a band who has since changed their sound a lot, and they're actually a pop rock band now. But this is under the category of deathcore. So what that is is... Uh, like a step up from metalcore, but it takes death metal influences and hardcore elements. So you've got more of no singing, more just nasty screams, downtune guitars, even up further than metalcore goes. But this song is called Pray for Plagues by Bring Me the Horizon. Bring Me the Horizon? Dude, yes. I've heard some of their new stuff, and it's like Dude, clean, clean. It's, it's, it's good. Like they, They've made the change well into the pop yeah. rock genre and going a little bit softer. But... Back in the day, their first album's called Count Your Blessings. Dude. Wow. If they ever played these songs live with the audience they have now, that audience wouldn't know what to do. They'd be like, what the heck? Question on Deathcore. You said Deathcore. Would like asking Alexandria be like a deathcore? Is that metalcore? Asking Alexandria is still metalcore. Metalcore, okay. So um, it's a little, it's a step above that. Yes. Okay. Yes, and like to me, distinguishing between these different genres is like looking at like the back of my hand. Like I know, right? It. It's I know, so you, easy. Yeah. Um, but obviously to other people it's going to be hard to explain. But as far as Pray for Plagues by Bring Me the Horizon, I just remember middle school kid sitting there at my dial-up computer waiting for YouTube to freaking load. And finally, like I used to sit at the computer and listen to music when I could, when the internet cooperated with me uh, for hours, and I would annoy the crap out of my parents. But, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> And finally this video loaded. And, I mean, I was just that is the song that changed my life the most. Pray for Plagues by Bring Me the Horizon changed my life the most because it comes on and uh, the singer, Oliver Sykes, is just, it sounds like he's a garbage disposal, man. Like, it's just <laughs> freaking, it's so crazy. And his high screams are amazing. And then he's also got the range where he can go, like, really low with his screams and stuff like that. <laughs> Just this song completely changed me. And then once I heard that song, I dove into everything Bring Me the Horizon had ever done. The uh, YouTube recommended section was just oh, yeah. filled with all kinds oh, of stuff. Yeah. And it's elevated to such heights now. Like, there's just there's so much out there. And there's so much still coming out. Like, the pe- people think that rock and metal is kind of close to being dead but i mean no, if you ask me it's there's no chance now like, that there's I, so much yeah. stuff now that there. i've started to actually listen to it i've seen how big of an audience there actually is yeah and like following you on twitter the, the mm-hmm. stuff you retweet and favorite 
I mean, these guys are getting thousands and thousands yeah. of retweets. The the bands have so many followers. It's yeah, it's great. It's really cool. It's a, it's very it's a very passionate fan base. Too. Yeah. But at the same time, it can be a toxic fan base because you got people. There's so many different genres of metal that there's a lot of people out there that are just like, well, I only like thrash metal. Right. I hate metalcore. Well, I only like metalcore. I don't even like your traditional metal. Like Metallica sucks, bro. Asking Alexander is the best band in the world. Like. You know, there's a lot of division out there, too, but it's a huge community. Yeah, something that I think is cool about, from my standpoint of being an outsider, is that I don't know the differences in that, and mm -hmm. I can just listen to a song, and I'm like, oh, I like the sound of that. Like, yeah. I don't know that this band is supposed to be a thrash metal band or right. a metalcore. I'm just like, oh, that's a good song. Oh, yeah. So, that's a cool little thing. So, uh, I, I kind of like how, with the life-changing thing you did, like, nothing super touchy or anything yeah. like that. Because not everyone has songs like that. I really, in my, in my three songs, I only have one like that. I kind of followed the lines of uh, Changed Your Life musically. So mm -hmm. um, going into my songs, my first song is the most ridiculous. No one would ever guess. It's probably no one else's life-changing song. But it's Hillbilly Bone by Blake Shelton and Trace oh Atkins. Okay. So the, the reason it's so crazy to me or so important to me is that it was the first country song I ever liked. Mm -hmm. um, I was kind of like you where it was just, I didn't like country. I grew up on classic rock, 80s music, um, a lot of worship music. My dad was a worship leader, but never country music. You know, yeah. being from Wisconsin, um, I don't listen to it a lot up there. It's right. not as big. Um, but I heard this song, and I, can't, I, I think the first time I heard it was in my grandma's car. She's from West Virginia, so she always loved it. But I, th I, I don't remember exactly where it was, but I heard it, and I was hooked. I was like, what the heck? We all got a hillbilly bone down deep inside No matter where you're from, you just can't hide And when the band starts banging and the fiddle saws You can't help but hollering, yeah Immediately bought it on iTunes I remember back when I was a kid, I'd be like, Mom, can I buy this song on iTunes? This was back when iTunes songs were 99 cents, yeah. not $1.29 Oh, yeah I remember when that happened, I was like, oh, yeah, my God I was pissed, yeah. I was not happy Yeah, like on Christmas, you get a $15 yeah. iTunes gift for about 15 songs And then it's mm -hmm. changed to 10 it's, Yeah That's, that's a, oh, I could go on for days about that Me too But the, I think it's so crazy is Because if you know me now, 75% of music I listen to is country music I'm yeah. huge, Luke Combs, mm -hmm. um, Jason Aldean, Riley Green, Morgan Wall, Just stuff like yeah. that it's like when a new country album comes out, I'm listening to it. Oh, yeah. And if you asked me eight years ago, whenever the song came out, if I like country, I'd be like, I hate you. Like, no, yeah. country sucks. Yeah. So too. in the way of how I am today, it really changed my life because without that song, I may not like country music. I may not have met some friends that I have, which sounds stupid, but. Um, that's the truth, though. Yeah, yeah I've met a lot of people right. through stuff like that. Yeah, and, like, I've got uh, range the gamut of friends, like, just based on your interests, like I mean, obviously oh, yeah. I love sports, so I got a sports crowd. I got a crowd that likes, appreciates the same music as me, and we can all get along just because of our yeah. paired interests. Like so that. It, it really is crazy thinking to that. And the, kind of going into my second song, it's kind of the same thing. It's "Alive" by Pearl Jam. Okay, which Good one. Um, they're kind of like a rock alternative band, and yeah. I'd always loved rock music. Um, Guns and Roses, mm -hmm. AC/DC. Dad loved them growing up. Um, he was in a, a metal band himself, or not a metal band, but a, he called it a hair band. He had the yeah. mullets, him and his brothers oh, in the yeah. basement. He was a guitarist, brothers, drums, and bass. Um, but this was this was something different to me. Um, and the first time I actually ever heard it, I was doing dishes at the restaurant that I worked in in high school. Um, my boss was a huge Pearl Jam fan, um, and he was a huge Dave Matthews Band fan, which them two are kind of alike in a way. Yeah. Um, some songs are very similar, and... 
really after I heard that song, um, I immediately went home and I downloaded the whole Ten album, which is their first album. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's got like Even Flow, Black, Alive, uh, State of Love and Trust, which is some popular songs. Mm-hmm. And I just, li- I honestly listened to it until about three in the morning. I was yeah. so. I think is it Jeremy on that? Album Jeremy's too? on the yeah. album. Yeah, I, I, I had never heard anything like it before. I don't know why I had never heard a Pearl Jam. Uh, I'm a yeah. huge Cubs fan. Eddie Vedder's a huge Cubs fan. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'd never heard anything like it, and it kind of just opened me up into a brand new world of music. Not that I really enjoy any other bands that are like them, but there's really no other bands like Pearl Jam. I don't know how to explain it. Yeah. Um, they're just Pearl Jam. Like, it's Pearl Jam. And to this day, I, I guarantee you I listen to a Pearl Jam song every other day. It just comes on shuffle, and I'm like, oh, yeah, I'll right. jam to this. Pearl Jam is in that in that same category of 90s grunge music. Like, they get lumped in there with Nirvana yeah. and, like, Alice in Chains and uh, gosh, Soundgarden and people like that. But now, Pearl Jam was probably the least grunge out of those grunge bands. Like you said, they have a diverse sound that yeah. really sets them apart. So, And all their songs honestly sound different. Like Alive is more of a rock song. Mm-hmm. They got others. I noticed a lot of their songs, they always start off slow, and by the end, it's guitar and drums just yeah. finished out with a solo. So it's something that, to this day, I still love. Eddie Vedder's voice. Is so underrated to me. People it's don't appreciate it. Definitely enough. distinct. Like it, when you hear yeah. that, you know it's yeah. It. So and some people hate it. Like Paul Crutcher hates uh, it. Yeah. Um, I remember the first class I took here. We had to introduce like our five favorite songs or something. And as soon as I said Pearl Jam, he was like, "Oh God." Yeah. So it's not for everyone, but it's definitely for me. Right. So, um, and going into my last song, it's a little more touchy, a little more on the emotional, life changing song side. Um, it's actually my favorite band of all time, Switchfoot. It's their song "Live It Well," which I actually have tattooed um, on my arm. Uh, it's it's actually super special to me um, because when it came out, I was just uh, graduated from high school um, in my first year of college at the University of Wisconsin Oshkosh. And when I was there, I got into some trouble not not a lot of trouble, but I just was hanging out with the wrong crowds. I uh, wasn't doing the the smartest things and. I got back here over spring break, and th- I heard this song, and I was like, wow, like, I'm st- I'm doing stupid stuff in my life. Like, I'd, I I honestly am so far away from my friends, my family. Like, I thought it was going to be so much fun going out there because it's a party school. Like, you mm-hmm. go to college, you want to party. Yeah. Well, you get there, and it's like, partying's not that cool. It's yeah. just, eh. So I heard this song, and it, it just, it says, life is short, live it well, um, and it's so true if you think of it. it life is super short. You never know what, when it could be taken away from you. It could be taken away right. from us in five seconds. Oh, yeah. Life is short. I want to live it well. One life, one story to tell. Life is short. I want to live it well. And you're the one I'm living for. Awaken on my soul. Every breath that you take is a miracle. So I immediately was like, you know, I'm going to come back. I want to be closer to friends. I want to be closer to family. And it was the best decision I ever made because I came here, came to Lander, and it just changed my life. I absolutely love it. Met some of the coolest people here, some friends for life. Um, 
so it really just kind of put my life into perspective. Like, hey, it's short. Let's not ruin it by partying and doing all this stupid stuff. Oh, yeah. So, uh, so like I said, this one's a little more touchy to me. Um, oh, yeah. But uh, honestly, those three songs was not what I expected from you. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. <laughs> I was expecting some, some more touchy stuff, which I like. I, well, I mean, I can give you a touchy. No, I, you want it, but. no I just, no. But uh, I, I like your your kind of music. That's wanted to bring you on. I don't want to bring someone who's like, yeah. um, I'm going to choose just pop songs. Yeah. And here it is. Um, I like Ariana Grande because she's influent. You know, just yeah. whatever. I know Selena you, Gomez you, is pretty. Yeah, you like real music. Yeah. Like it, it, your some of your songs may not be for me, but you are the most passionate person about music. I know that's what I wanted to bring you on. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. So yeah, uh, that'll be it for the first episode of Three Songs in the Truth. Um, be sure in the comment section down below to share your three life changing songs. Kind of give me a uh, a reason why they're so life changing to you. And as always, tune in next time. We will have an all-new guest where we will hear three songs that rock your socks off. So uh, thank you for listening, and as always, we will see you next time.